Hi, this is Sebastian Bengtsson, and you are listening to A View from Section C. A View from Section C is sponsored by Don Michel Italian Restaurant, Perth Road, Dundee. Hello and welcome along to episode 41, the Christmas edition of the Don Michel sponsored A View from Section C podcast. Senior, good to see you're also in your Christmas jumper. Got my wee penguin on. Yeah. It just, I'm and glad it's that penguins and know the shit penguins. Well, there you go. There you go. However, that's just one person's opinion, Junior. It's and I've also opinion. brought along. Oh, my along. Christmas cheer. It's Christmas cheer. Look, Christmas cheer. We Christmas glass. It's got a lovely little tropical fucking cider in it. And it's Oof. only 10 past five on a Tuesday night. School 20 night. past 20 past oh, five. Okay. I'm saying I'm yeah, saying 20 past five just so that folk didn't think I'm just finished working on the drink. It's been 20 minutes since I finished. And you're on the drink. Yep. So I'm on a, a nice Duvel. A Duvel. Don't know how you pronounce it. Belgian beer. Lovely. Get them in where was it I got? I think it was home bargains. I got two bottles in the glass. It was like six ninety nine or something. Marvellous. Happy days. It was, and it's actually it's decent beer as well. It's actually yeah. a decent drink. But yeah, so I was, I was actually, I was going to bring on my my Iron Brew cider or my Toffee Apple cider that we got up at Glam's Market the other oh week. Oh god, thought, yeah. Nah, that's too posh for this shit. That'll be safe for Christmas Day and stuff like <laughs> that. So we'll just go back to the old gadget, uh Copperberg tropical cider for the show. I, I take it. Uh, I take it mum's driving on Christmas Day then. Junior, you care what I'm like, right? I'll be full of bravado to snow when it comes to Christmas <laughs> Day. I'll be my car that'll rock up in your drive. You know, know that. Probably. Probably. Um, but yeah, how's your week been anyway, senior, since the last it's show? It's been alright. It's been okay. Uh, winding down now in the work for Christmas coming up. So... Yep. The banter's getting better and better now as the week goes on. Um, I just had to come him, and your mum's got Christmas presents, Christmas bags, Christmas paper, sellotape, scissors, every place. Doesn't matter what room you go in, yeah. it's every place. Like, absolutely, Santa's grotto in this house. Well, she... Um... And that's only your presents. Nah, well, we know that's <laughs> not true. Um, well. But, yeah, we... Um... How much? I, I can't remember what it was we were saying. Um, she uh, she messaged me the other day, and uh, she's like, "I'm wrapping Christmas presents, and I'm exhausted." And I was like, "I'm exhausted just thinking about day mine." Yeah, I don't yeah. day mine the Christmas Eve. I'm the same. Christmas Eve yep. is when I'll get mine done. Christmas, Christmas Eve, and I and I put on, I put on two things when I'm doing it. The first thing, Mister Bean's Christmas special. Got to love Mister Bean's Christmas special. Okay. And the second one after it is Father Ted's Christmas special. That one I'll give you. you got to watch um, both of them. Got to watch no, both of them. Nah. But, uh, yeah. So. Uh, we, had, we had Luciano the other day, and we got up early in the morning, and we watched Matilda, Home Alone, and A Miracle on 34th Street. 
<laughs> Love it. That's yeah, well, it. We're doing... only three things that I'll watch. Well, we're doing our uh, Christmas film advent calendar list. So we watch a film every day from the 1st to the 24th. So tonight is the best Christmas film of all time. Okay. I'm Die Hard. Consider... I was going to say, I was going to come up with Die Hard considering It's you. Die Hard. Die Hard yeah. tonight. Die Hard 2 tomorrow, the 22nd's Home Alone, 23rd's Home Alone 2, and then Christmas Eve, it can only be one film. Miracle on 34th Street. Elf! Shut up. It's, you, have oh, you not even got... the Elf. Right, listen, I'm calling you out now, right? Surely you've watched Miracle on 34th Street in your Christmas list. Yeah, it was on the 3rd. Do you remember, it's the 1st to the 24th. There's got 24 Christmas films in this period. Yeah, One a day. but it should be closer to Christmas Day. Nah, nah, you've got to put some good classics at the start, nah, and then a, some stocking fillers in, and then big ends. Nope. Well, there nope. we go. There's a topic for discussion, folks. When should the th- Miracle on 34th Street be watched at Christmas time? Christmas Eve. Guarantee, yes, somebody comes back and says, never, because shit. Guaranteed. <sighs> sure. I know. I know. I believe. So do I. But speaking of believing, um, you know we're we're, we're still trying to believe. Um, yeah. But I, 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 we're going to come in. Uh, it was a zero point weekend. Um, so we'll come into the fifty one club sponsored game reviews. So the first game was the Cardiff Devils on Saturday night. Um, so fourteen seconds into the game. The guy I said we had to watch out for for being top goal scorer, Cole Sanford. Brody Reid, back from injury at 1.21. Um, the Stars pulled one back through Ian Parker, assisted by Soke and Dow in the power play at 7.09. Sanford got his second at 8.17. Uh, we then pulled it back again to a one-goal game through Ben Soke at 18.23 unassisted. Uh, and then Ryan Penny, Put them 4-2 up at 19.02. Cole Sanford then got his hat-trick in the second period uh, at 32.23. And then Ben Soke with a consolation goal at 59.31, assisted by Eriksson and one of our own, Chris Ingalls. Senior, I know what you're waiting to say. So let's let's just, let's put it out here now. Let's have the discussion on it fully. We've mentioned it. Let's have the full discussion on it now. Go for it. I said it. As, As soon as it happened, I said it. I went on social media and said it. The concentration levels are absolutely shocking. They are. Yeah. 14 seconds into the game, we've gave away a goal. You think we would learn from that? But nope. Just over a minute later, we are then 2 0 down. And at 1 21, yep. the coach has had to use his timeout. That's it gone. There's there's another 58 yeah. minutes still to go and the coach cannot use his time, time out because he's used it at the start of the game because we're 2 0 down. We then come yeah. back and we get to 3-2 yeah. and within seconds again, bang, 4-2. It's not good enough. It is not good enough. I don't know what causes the players to switch off. Um, you're always at your worst after you've scored. Right, mm-hmm. we seem to be were worst when we start again, and then we seem to be worst after we score. And yeah, why it happens only these guys could tell. Her. 
but for me, it is no good enough. It is shocking. Yeah, I've and never it, and seen. Also... I, I've never seen a team in Stars history as as bad as that for conceding goals as quickly at the start of the games, quickly at the start of periods, and as quickly after we've scored. And also right at the end of a per, uh, at the end of a penalty kill. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, we've 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 had a solid penalty kill for two minutes and then bang goal. Um, but yeah, it's for me. It you know, it then it asks the question of, and this really is now a criticism of Jeff as a coach, but what has been said before the game, for the guys to then come out and concede after fourteen seconds. You know, are they up for it? Are they up for the game? Did, are they? Listen, let's not beat around the bush, right? And we're going to come on it in the Sheffield game as well. We're a team that's very short of confidence, and a team Definitely. that is, and a team that is hurting. Um, I was speaking to somebody uh, this morning on Twitter, and and they were saying that that you know there's there's a certain player. I'm not going to name who it is. Don't think it's fair to name who it is. There's a certain player who's coming out and apologising to fans for the performances and for. You know the the goals that are being conceded and stuff like that, and this guy feels like he's letting the team down. As soon as you know, as a player, if you're doing that with the fans, you're defeated. You're struggling, yeah. um, and it's a shame. But I think I think it's it's I'm going to, I'm going to say the word nice, right? It's nice of the player to do that. Yeah, but I don't expect any player to be doing that. No, I really don't. I expect no. the player. To have his head down, walk past, say hello to fans, sign autographs, and then yeah. fuck off up the road, think about what's happened, and then come back the next game trying to prove yeah. it wrong. Yeah. See, somebody somebody said it the other day on Twitter. I wasn't a Stars fan, but there was people got in to, to conversation. It might have been Daryl had actually put it up when we got on about players or of, of Certain teams are just too nice. Yeah. Be a shite bag. Be mm-hmm. an absolute shite bag. But and and in this day and age, some fans, and I'm not saying all fans, see me. I want a team, and I've said it before, that works hard, graphs hard, puts yep. in efforts, is determined every game, and if you win, brilliant. See if you get bit, you kind of complain. Yep. I'd rather have a team like that that was nasty and got on about it and really was, was growling every game than he a nice team and get pumped every week. But the players yep. are nice guys. I don't want to be the players to be nice guys on the ice. Be nice guys off the ice. Yeah. Don't I be a nice guy on the ice? Be an absolute shite bag. And we'll come on to it. The, the biggest shite bag over this weekend was McNally. Yeah. And got away with it. Yeah. But for the Cardiff game, considering how it started, you know, two and a half down after after a minute twenty one, I was fearing the worst. I yeah. think I don't know if five three flatters us. Um but again it, it, it came back to what we discussed last week, um with the consistency of how many goals we're letting in. You know, it's the only thing that we're probably most consistent with this year is we're allowing four, yeah. five goals a game. Um, you know, five goals Saturday, then five goals against Sheffield on on Sunday. I think. Did it finish five? Yep. Aye. So. Five three five two. Yeah. Like so it, it, at times. 
<laughs> we're we're consistent with that, and it's like like you say, it, we're just it's the concentration levels that's yeah. killing us with these goals in game. Jeff mentioned that during his press conference after the Cardiff game, it was one period of hockey that that let us down. Yeah, in Cardiff, and if you think about it, the Sheffield game was probably one period of hockey as well. So yeah. what 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 was that Sunday it was five three Saturday five two Sunday, uh huh. So we'll 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 go to Sheffield just now then. Yeah. Um, so it was five two. Um, again, <laughs> two guys I said on last week's podcast to look yeah. out for Brett Neumann. Um, was assisted by Ciampini at eight twenty one. Um, Martin Lutal at twenty one twenty one. Then Danny Cristo at 29.07. A power play goal by Martin Letal at 35.33. Um, strange enough, a quick fire goal from us, from Ben Soke, assisted by Bariga and Dow on the power play at 37.07. Uh, then got another one back through Elijah Bariga, again on the power play, assisted by Semyonovs and Dow. That Semyonovs assists just been added to that because it did have saying he was zero for zero on the night. Um right. at forty-five thirty-three and then Danny Cristo at fifty-six forty-nine, um, giving them a five-two victory. And again, the third you look at the third period times there, 21-29-35. Yeah. It was just yeah. a collapse it's in quick fire, eh? Yeah. It is just far too quick fire. But if you look at the period breakdowns, 1-0, we're still in the game. Then it's 3-1, we're out the game. And then the third period finishes 1-0. It's one period yeah. of hockey. Yeah. And if, if you don't lose those periods by two, three, four goals, you're, you're, you've got a chance. But in Cardiff, we were 4-2 down. It was always going to be difficult to come back against. We went 1-0 down against Sheffield. We were still in it. Then the next thing we know, I think we were 4-1 down, whatever it was. I can't even mind if it went to... I think it might have even went to 4 nothing, and then 4-1. So that that's what's costing us games. 20 minutes of not being fully focused is costing us games. Yeah. Um, and, and, and like you say, so full, fully focused. And also, I think what we've got to remember is, you know, Saturday we were a couple imports down. Um long journey down to Cardiff. I, I I that was used as an excuse, seemingly, or no an excuse, but that was brought up on the Stars webcast last night, seemingly. Uh, someone was saying that um it was mentioned that, you know, it's been a long journey back up the road from, from Cardiff for the boys to then play the game. Listen, it's part and parcel of the league, every team needs to do it. Um we can never I don't feel that we can use that as an excuse. But Three imports down we were, um, yeah. you know, and it, and it wasn't just three bottom end of the bottom end of the barrel yeah. imports we were down. You're down Sanch, you're still down Hugo, and you're down now who is effectively your 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 number one D pairing with with Dryden and Weidsman. Yeah, three three big, I say big guys. Sanchez no, I know short, what you're saying. Three, 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 three big players for us. Three um, big players for us. You're out. right. Leisman is looked upon as the number one yep. pair now with Dryden. Yes. And Sanch is probably at this point, in my opinion, the player of the season for us so far. 
and he is he has a big big impact on our game. And to lose him for those two games would have been really really difficult. Yeah. What come out of that for me though is then looking at the lines and how yeah. they lined up where we trying to replace Sonch on that top line and how they worked it. Yeah. And I, I think, I think, uh, put it, or I can't mind whatever it was, Facebook or, or Twitter, I can't mind. But I, I'm no coach, right? Far from it. I like to think I'm a coach when I'm sitting in the stands, but I'm not. However, this is no disrespect to Craig Garrigan whatsoever, right? Craig Garrigan's game this season has went up another level. For the role that he is very good at. And Craig is very good about dump the puck in, getting after it, and forecheck. Yeah. And that's what Craig does. And that's what Craig does really, really well. And yeah. he's defensive side of the game. He works really hard at that. Yeah. You cannot expect Craig Garrigan to go on that line and become Philippe Sanch. You can't. Yeah. yeah. You just can't expect think- that. Yeah, I I think for me the, the again like you say about about Craig, um, I I don't, I think splitting Craig up from the line he was on ruined that line, Definitely. and I think and I think you know, uh, Bariga and Semyonovs looked lost on Sunday without Sonchi being there, and yep. I think that for for Bariga to be involved in the game. I think he needed to be alongside somebody like a Soke, Ericsson types of players, yes. who are your skillful, going to the net, goal scoring. Yep. You look at you look at Semyonov's kind of stats this year. Um, a lot of his stats are assists. I don't think yes. there's that many goals. I think there's he's maybe a, eight goals or something. Yeah, six goals. He's, there's he's no many. The guy, the guy is a playmaker. Yeah, he, you know what? He, he reminds me position for Bagron. Yeah, yes. Billy Bagron, that type of player yeah. of you know. Trying to find the the Mike Worrell and Sammy Ryan and breaking through the center of the ice, get the puck to them, let them do their stuff. That's what Samuel reminds me of. Yeah. Um, he's not got as big a big an arse as Billy Bagren, mind you. Nobody uh, yeah. was winning no. that puck off of Billy no. Bagren's arse. No, but, uh, yeah, I think the line for Bariga for Bariga to be effective in the game had to be on with somebody like a your Sokes and Ericsson and have someone like Ro, Yo, uh, Romance. You know, Samuel's looked. You know, Seminov's like I just, lost. I didn't. I didn't even realize he was on the ice at times on Sunday because yeah. he was. He didn't generate yeah. much. Okay, he's got the assist now that I've noticed. It wasn't on elite yeah. on the elite league's score sheets or the team seat on uh, yesterday. But when I've done the screenshots tonight, he was on it as an assist. But yeah, it again. He's been one of our most consistent players. A guy, the guy Scott from uh, GKD Shepherds had said that to me on Twitter. He's been one of our most consistent players. Yeah, he has. But yeah. Sunday was his, was his worst game because w- Sonchi was not playing. Yeah. The, the the whole the whole team looked imbalanced. Yeah. To be honest with you. Um, for me, I thought what they should have done was they should have put Bariga, Wisoki and Eriksson mm-hmm. and potentially put Soke or Bariga out on the wing. Because Soki is a, a centre yeah. as well, uh, same as Bariga. But they yeah. probably could have done that. Yeah. Or failing that, I'd have put Mark up 
Yeah, and I put Howell speed. up just for speed and speed alone because yeah. he could carry the puck. He gets in behind the D, and it'll create space for yeah. Bariga and Semyonovs. Uh, Sonch is the same, except Sonch could really get under your skin. Mark doesn't really get under your skin like what Sonch does, mm-hmm. but he's got that ability to get in behind the defence because yeah. his skating is fantastic. Yeah. And and to me, that should have been the changes. Yeah, um, and I think, but as I say, I think, listen, I'm not the coach. I'm not the coach. Yeah. Um, it, the it's coach like obviously though, thought that was what was going to win the game, eh? Yeah, well, what you said about Craig as well going up, um, I you know. And I've said that that I think the lines then became unbalanced with Craig going up because I, I then thought Parker's game was non-existent because he was not with Craig, and you know Craig does the hard, the fast skate and get to the corners, and then Parker, no offense to him at all, but then he catches up with the speed yeah. of the young guys, and then he gets the puck and he controls it quite well behind the goal, in front of the goal, whatever. I, I do feel that yeah, I I, I just don't think. All three lines were then. It's like he didn't want to split the second line up because that was the only line that had all their players available, yeah. other than Hugo. You know, but Hugo's been missing for a few weeks now. But yeah. I think he wanted to keep one line together, and I think it was the wrong decision for us. But I think so. But in saying that, it was, you know, three imports down with a Johnny back from Cardiff. We are short of confidence, especially after losing the Challenge Cup game the way we did in penalty yeah. shots. It's a team that is short of confidence. And it then, for me, it, it has to come down to the coach to get them going again. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I, I really want to like Jeff as a coach. I, he, he came across in the pre-season very well. I just don't think it's it's there now. I don't think it's he's got, this, got the, the knack to get them going. Um, I could I be wrong. I, I, do. I, just, I, I must admit, I, just, I, I like the guy. I really do. I right? do like him. Don't get and, me wrong. It's, I don't and you dislike don't, him. <laughs> I think I think what a lot of people are forgetting, this is his, his first gig as a head coach. He's been an assistant coach. This is his first gig, right? Being the top boy. Uh, being the top boy. Pasha was with us for, what, five seasons? Something like that. Mm-hmm. And we got to the final four in his last season. Before that, we always struggle. Always. But, but one thing I will say, though, and you, obviously, you're my dad, we speak about hockey a lot, so you know my views on Omar Pasha, right? Yeah. But one thing Pasha did, though, was he got the crowds in. Oh, definitely. But they even got that now. You know, we we've, we put up just under 1,500 on the website at the, on Sunday. It looked a you'd lot lucky, less than that You'd be me. lucky if there was 1,000 there. It was empty. Someone put I thought, a picture up in the rink. It was empty. I thought it was. I thought it was closer to maybe eleven hundred. I thought it was less. I thought it was a thousand max. But regardless, the the fans under there, and it's and it's we know the reason why. It's the season ticket holders that aren't going because you. If you look at that picture, it was put on Twitter. All the seats were ones that had big white stickers on them. So it's season I ticket think, holders that aren't going. But I think what didn't Marshall help on Sunday. Yeah, I think what didn't help on Sunday was the World Cup final. That didn't help. I must admit, if, if it hadn't been... Like, if we've paid for our season tickets, right? And um, yeah. you can't I'm like me money. I'm, I'm a tight arse, right? If I've no. paid for something... Oh, are you? Uh, no! Oh, I'm, I can't read rumours. Ah, I can't read rumours. 
<laughs> Never heard that before. <laughs> the uh, I've paid for my game, so I'll go at the game. Yeah, but I was really, really swithering of having the chance of going to the game or watching, and it, it worked out this way watching the greatest football player ever to live lifting the World Cup. I wonder, and I, I wonder and if I've been seen the game yet. I would. <laughs> Did I mention that? Steph, mention that. if Arlene doesn't catch the episode this week, then I tell her I just said that uh, again. Then okay. I, then I, oh, God, that's it. You, you, there's going to be, because she launched her phone at back, the back of my head at the last penalty. <laughs> <laughs> she was sitting through on paper aeroplanes that are 50 50 to get to me the rest of the uh, night. Uh, I wonder what it was. She won and I cashed it in. Uh, I looked, I looked, and here's a phone. I'm like, that was your phone. She went, so. <laughs> <laughs> Hey ho, but, but yeah, so a lot of people are finding it difficult to go to games. Sunday, you've got the choice, World Cup final, yeah, or or go to the game. A lot of people have probably chosen, and it might have been because it was messy. I don't know. I was, yeah, I, I was swithering. Um, yeah, but I thought I didn't, I certainly didn't think it was 1400 anyway, even no, even we. What was it? 200, 200, 250 Sheffield fans turned up, which was a great effort by the guys. Eh? God, I thought there was more than that. To be fair, yeah, uh, there was a lot of Sheffield fans. But was, yeah, well, I yeah. made it. A, a, it's just a pity it wasn't a better game because it had been good to have a better atmosphere. Uh, yeah, and it, it was and, the other. The other thing I was saying though about the about the you know the three boys being injured. Now I know that Sonchi was. A puck to the leg, um, but we don't know why Leidsman's out. Um, we know that Hugo was out with a shoulder injury because Sam was in a sling. We've had so cute injuries, arm in a sling. We've had you know guys getting hit, and this is where my point is. I, I, I'm now starting to feel, and we said it on Sunday, that teams are taking liberties against us because yeah. they know we will not stand up for ourselves. We're not reacting now. Carter Folk, okay, give me his due. He, McNally, the moon howler, the prick, he made a hit. I can't remember who it was on. It was a big hit. And the puck then came on at the boards at his bench and Folk then nailed him. Great hit. And then he offered them and McNally laughed and skated away and went. To, he just went on the bench. And then there's a wee bit of a coming together in front of the, our goal. McNally woos in his face. Folk offers him again and he skates away laughing. Drop the fucking gloves. Yeah. Just drop the gloves. McNally yeah. will drop them. McNally's not going to stand there and turtle. He's not that no. type of player, right? No. He's an arsehole, but he's not that type of player. He will fight if someone drops the gloves with him. Yeah. I just, I think that teams are, we need to start sticking up for ourselves. Yeah. I know Jeff said in preseason that it's not all about fighting. It is now, right? No, no. He goes on about team toughness. We're now halfway through the season. Still not really seen the team toughness. I've seen it in glimpses from Parker, Folk, when they've got pissed off. But that's the time to get the crowd going. Yeah. We need something. You need energy. The whole the so. whole Sunday was flat. Completely yeah. flat. On ice and off the ice, it was flat. On that for me, I had a debate with Billy, Mike, these guys. And, and I, I can understand people saying... If Carter goes after him, he'll get the instigator penalty, right? 
take it. And for me, I would take it when when players are taking liberties against our team, then I would take the instigator. Don't go and just be an instigator for the sake of it, right? And 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 create daft penalties. Now, I know that sometimes Kyle used to take daft penalties, but when yeah. he understood the league, then he knew when to do it yeah. and when not to do it. And he understood yeah. the officials. For me on Sunday, we allowed McNally to play his game, the same as what Richie done at the Nottingham Chris game. Lawrence. Chris Lawrence done it in the five game and yeah. we did nothing about it. Yeah. And teams will continue to do it. And and yeah. that's when players get hurt. And what is it going to take for somebody to go and do it? Yeah. And yeah. you know it, what? Listen, Carter Folk, isn't it the, he's no a massive enforcer, right? But I'll tell you, he'll get a lot of credit from the fans, even yep. if he gets his tatties, at yep. least. You know what? He's went and done something to my player. I'm going after him. And at least if I get the first couple of punches in, then fine. If I get dude, I get dude. Yeah. No, and, definitely. And, and for me, we, we need to start then something out because some, not teams, players, certain players are taking yep. liberties against us. Yeah. And yeah. what's happening? Hugo yeah. injured against Clan, done nothing about it. Soki injured against Clan, done nothing about it. Go and yeah. do something about it. Or whether you know players will continue to get hurt. Whether whether or not it, you know, I think Soki's one. I think someone said that it was a fine hit. He just got pushed into the boards, and it's you know his collarbones snapped. But still, if you see your player go off injured, like you look at, so we'll bring it up, right? The Ryan Reeves hit on the boy yeah. from Detroit, Haronka, whatever his name is, right yeah. or Haronic. For me, I Clean can see hat both. I can or see bad hat. I can see both sides. I'm really torn on it. He doesn't target his head. He just goes for a big hit. From one angle, it looks fine. From the other angle, his shoulder hits with his head because the boys dipped in that far. Yeah. But I think someone goes after him for it Correct. because it's a big hit, regardless yes. if it's clean. The guy last night um, for uh, the Vegas Golden Knights when he threw the guy that fucking flipped forward. Have you seen that one? I've seen the I've seen the so, flap. But again, there's a there's a coming together after it, you know. Yeah, you've got we've got to stick up for ourselves, and I just don't start engaging players. Eh? Yeah, yeah. The, and the it's fans on your side. Yeah, the Ryan Reeves one for me, I think, I think Reeves had time to to pull it or at least back off, right? But he never, and he sparked the boy, right? Yeah. Now this is Ryan Reeves, supposedly. The toughest guy in the NHL. There's no penalty. And the somebody point. still goes after him. And the, the boy, uh, is it Ben Chariot? Yeah. yeah. He's named Mug. The boy Chariot went after him is no Mug, right? But I but, don't yeah. think they actually, I don't think they even got into a real fight, to be no. honest with you. There's no but, penalty on the play either. No. But Reeves some, is the toughest guy in the league, right? And yeah. somebody went after him. Last year, Kyle Haas was the toughest guy in the league. Yeah. And he has that hit on Boucher, right? And who's the assistant no, coach? Who's the assistant coach at Belfast? Yeah. And a lot of them. It was the captain. It was yeah. Goodwin that went in first. Darcy after Murphy. Kyle. Darcy Murphy, sorry. Yeah. Darcy Murphy goes in first. 
No, he, he didn't want to fight him. Just, nope. He didn't want to fight him. He just wanted to grab him to get him Engaged. away from the situation. Aye. But he's still engaged with him. Yep. So, yeah, it's for me, I think, I really do think we need to start standing up for ourselves or players standing up for other players. And that will get the crowd back on side. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Honestly, I know Jeff doesn't, Jeff doesn't think it, but it will. There's so many times where I'm getting messages from people saying, why are we so soft? Yeah. Stick up for ourselves. I'll give you one example of when it worked then, was when Ian Parker fought yep. against the clan. Big sneaky. Game changer. We're yep. getting bit, and he decides, fuck it, I'm dropping the gloves here, and leathers the boy. Everybody's up on their feet, the bench is up, the players get going, Sonch gets going, and that's it. What happens? Yep. We're going to win the game. The opposite, flip side of that, and it happened against us when folk was pissed off with uh, Manchester. Aye, the midget boy for yeah, Manchester. Tyson Fawcett. Yep. Fawcett. Fawcett went with him. 3 0 down. They come back and win 4 3 in overtime. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it gets players going, it gets the crowd going. I th- honestly, just from from a personal point of view, I really do think it's one thing that we really need to start engaging in more. Yeah. Um, one one thing though, um, before before we go into the previews, right? One positive thing, um, for me, a real positive thing that's came out of the weekend there and previous games is Ben Soke. Yeah. What yeah. the numbers he is now beginning to put up every game. Yeah. It's two, three points every game now. And he and has become a player. He scored at home this week. Yep. It wasn't just Soki on the road, it was Soki at home. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but ben, yeah. ben Soki is becoming a very, very big player for us now. Yeah. I want I've got I've I want to speak about something else as well. I want to stay positive though, because I've got another the next segment's gonna be positive. Um but we've just been talking about you know changes. Are we too late to make changes? We've still got the possibility to make changes, but are we too late? Right. One word answer. Yes. Yes. Too late. Too late. I think yes. unless somebody that is a potential game changer becomes available, then I think we're too late. Somebody like, somebody, somebody like somebody that is of a very good caliber becomes available at this time of year. I'd be asking questions. Why have they become available at this time of year? And then they could be, if they are decent enough, they'll be looking for top dollar. And mm-hmm. I kind of see it. You look at the guy that Cardiff have just signed. That is a really strange signing for Cardiff. They've signed some young guy with the NCAA. Oh, really? He's he's a forward. Stats look very, very poor. Uh, and, and and it's not a Cardiff type of signing. Yeah. Coventry. Coventry have went and signed a guy, uh, JD Dudek or something. And Again, they've just released, they've just released the, the site, boy today. Uh, they released the guy and replaced him straight away. Aye, that is it. Vessel, his name is. Vessel or Vessel or some radic Vessel or something like that. Yeah. Um, and the guy that they've signed again, not major stats. Now stats yeah. didn't mean a lot, to be honest with you. Look at look at Benson's stats before he signed for us. 
Yeah, and then and yeah. then look at the stats when he left us. It's night and day. Yeah. But uh, I think it's too late. I really do. Yeah, I don't. I think if if we're making changes, we've only got two left. Yeah, I think. But if we're going to make changes, I think we need more than two. Eh? Uh, yeah, and I can't see us making two changes to try and salvage someone. I think we will just need to right grind out. it out, yeah, and scrap like fuck and start yeah. beating the teams around us, which is the clan, yep, Storm, Fife, and not I said yes, not no, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yep. speaking, you know, you mentioned stats. Um, and and you know the positivity that's coming out of Ben Soki now, but for me, obviously, I tweeted about it today, and I said we probably will discuss this on the podcast um, tonight. It, it does have to be dried down. Um, yeah. Look, I, I went and had a look at his stats. Um, so Dryden, Dryden is he's only scored two goals, believe it or not, this year, and got twenty assists in twenty five games. Do you know what yeah. Dryden's points were last year? I'd probably think they were less than that. Two goals and 20 assists. It's exactly it's the same one. right now yeah. Yeah. as he was last year in 47 games. Yeah. Dryden has completely... So the, I'm going to say this because it was. It, you know, People were very critical of Dryden last year and that it wasn't the Dryden of pre-COVID dried him and you got to remember you know there was a season and a half effectively gone after that yeah um and Dryden came back we were all happy I still say it was the captain's curse we are our captain always plays bad look at what happened this year we got rid of our captain yeah but, but the guy yeah. and the guy that's got it now okay he's injured but I don't think he'll hear the curse of the captaincy. Has he got? Is he the captain though? Well, on the on the game sheets, he goes. Sanch goes down as the captain. He's never had captain on his jersey. No, Kemal. He that's maybe doesn't why, want to put. That's the, why he maybe wants to keep the C off the jersey. They don't want the C on it because it's the yeah. captain's curse. But yeah. yeah, Dryden, two goals and twenty assists in twenty-five games. He has the third most shots on goal in the team at sixty-six. Yeah. There's only Semyonovs above him at 85 and Bariga at 82. But that also is a little bit concerning for me. Sonchi, I think, is on 64 shots on goal. But it's concerning for me that our D-man is out shooting a lot more of our forwards. I think it's a false start. I do, right? Yeah. And the the reason why I think it's a false start is... If you, if you think about the minutes at Dryden Logs compared to, say, Ian Parker, Craig Garrigan, Mark Howlett, Hugo Reinhardt, all these guys, right? Dryden's got more ice time to get more shots in. Also, Dryden plays the power play. And if, if they can get it to the blue line or down at the curling circles at the face-off point, Dryden will hit the puck. Um, I, I, get, I get, I I get that good. argument. Yeah, I get that argument. I just think, you know, there, there's guys that 
have have played a lot this season, and and you know you got to look at guys like Folk and that are also in the power play, and no put that many roles, shots. Junior, but I think it's just a different role. Eh? Just for a going... D, for a D man to put up that many, definitely, especially okay. an offensive D man like him, and I, and I think regardless of what people were expecting out of Chris Leidsman, he has helped Dryden even more now. Yeah. Just because of the way Leisman plays. Doesn't jump into the plays. He sits back. He, he knows how to, to play the defensive D-man to allow Dryden yeah. to go in days to play his natural game. But yeah. I'm the same as you. This year, Dryden has been absolutely immense. Yeah. You know, end of November, he was 25 minutes and 50 seconds time on ice. Average, 25-50. I possibly think that's higher now. I think he could have at least logged 30 minutes on Sunday. Easily. I think he's playing half a game. Um, Playing half a game. And And it was one thing, actually, one thing I actually wanted to to say in the review as well was, with Leidsman being out, I also think it disrupted the D-pairns now. We all know what our defensive stats are like, so we don't really need to go over it again. Yeah. But I also think that really did upset. Oh, it definitely upset did. It. You know, you had you had Chris playing with Berrier as normal. Then you had Chris on with Colin Joe. You had Chris on with Nasland. Yeah, you had Chris back on with Dryden, back on with Nasland, and it was like Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, and then there, there was there was times where, um, and for me, this is where it really upsets the Apple Cup. You had two left-handed D-man playing at the same time, and yeah. that just upsets it. That—that's what, and that—that that was one thing that Jeff, when he brought in, everybody was crying out for it from last season. Bringing a balance. So he said, "Didn't I, didn't I mention the the left all the left-handers? Because uh, Mister Negative Michael Fogannon will be on social media again, kicking off about it. <laughs> you know what he's like, eh?" <laughs> Michael's been, been quiet recently. I've not seen much with Michael for it's the last. Because he's still at the games. He's not been uh, going. He's been he there for in, weeks. I thought he was maybe in the jail or something. <laughs> but yeah, um, aye, Dryden. Uh, you know, I, I tweeted it earlier. He's his stats are unreal for at this point of the season. Again, you know, it's exactly the stats he now is what he had yeah. for all last season in the league. Um, Dryden has been immense at times. Um, what we you know, need. And, and shows his experience team. now. Yeah. What we need is every single player to look at Dryden Dow, Philippe Sanch, yeah, and then possibly Bariga, right? And play the way these guys play every minute of a game. And yeah. if we get there, then we'll get some luck. Yeah. Yeah. So looking ahead, um I remembered our um, midweek games this time, senior. I remember them, yeah. both of them, because it's now both that festive period where we all yeah. get confused. Oh, and now we go by, we don't go by dates, we don't go by days, we go by when do we play the next hockey game. Yeah. So the Craig Niche Decorators uh, game preview. So we have next three games um, away tomorrow night um, to the Sheffield Steelers. So we'll see how that one goes. And then we've got a home-and-home against the Fife Flyers uh, on Boxing Day. Four o'clock face-off, folks. Remember that. It is four o'clock. And then we're away to Fife on the 27th with a seven o'clock face-off. 
Um, so, senior, tough game in Sheffield again. Um, we've yeah. went down there this season and won. Yeah, we've got two one. Was it two one? Something like that. Is that lying? Um, but yeah, we, we, what we've got to do. We managed to find a way twice past Greenfield on Sunday. So it and can it be done. Should have been more. The amount yeah. of chances we did have the breakaways yeah. and that on the shorthanded. Yeah. Uh it can be done. The guy still came out on Sunday. We had someone like a 92.69 save percentage. Which is just ridiculous. Um but at least we worked them. Uh and yeah. that gave me some hope that we were actually creating chances. Yeah. We've just as as to me it's going to be a backs against the wall. It'll be yeah. backs against the wall. Um I'm expecting anything. Not really. I'll be honest with you. Not yeah. Considering the firepower they've got, I'm not expecting anything. Uh yeah. If we if we got to overtime or penalties, happy days. Happy days. But the next two is the biggest one after that, I think. Definitely. Um, Five home and home. Um, We should be looking to win both. Listen, we look to win every game. Like let's let's not be daft about this. We do look to win every game. It doesn't mean it like that. But we should be aiming out of those three games as you take the five. You take five twice. Yeah, I'm expecting. I'm certainly expecting a win at home. Yeah, I'm expecting a split. To be honest with you, um, I'm thinking, I think it's you know, more than likely it'll be a split. Yeah, but if we took three points off of five, I'd be happy. Yeah, I'd prefer. Need, I'd prefer look, the the victory to be the home game. Listen, it's 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 going to be. I don't know if there, there's no tweet about it yet, but it really should be pushed for uh, an operation sellout on Boxing Day. Yeah, it's nothing. It's not happening, right? Maybe some people are still at their work. No, all at their work. Retail, retail, uh, retail will be at their work. Yeah. Aye, but, but you know, majority of people are off. Aye, none of us, uh, none of us pen pushers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like majority of people are off. Um, so I'm expect I'm expecting a big crowd. I'm hope. Well, sorry, I'm not expecting. I'm hoping for a big crowd. I yeah. would expect there to be a big crowd with the history. Fife Dundee, Boxing Day, it's usually a big game. But I'm I'm not bit... sure. I'm I I'm a, so. I'd be a bit worried for the away fans more than anything else. I think but I think Stars fans will, Stars fans could turn out in big numbers. But when Pfeiffer sorted down to the I think it was eight hundred and thirty seven. No, they'll travel the Boxing game. Day. They'll I hope they do. Day. I really hope they do. Because uh, they'll have got, they'll uh, have just got their gyro paid to them, so they'll they'll be there on Boxing Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope they do because it, it, it makes it a good it makes it a good spectacle. Um, if if you've got a good travelling support for five and a, and a big home crowd, yeah. Uh, but I'm expecting a win. Yep, yep. I think we'll split and, it. As I say, um, I don't care if it's one nothing. But I'd rather it was about five or six nine. Yeah, I'd I'd like to see us give him a good pumping on Boxing Day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I say, um, the home and home against Fife, um, I think it'll be a split. 
you know, I'm optimistic. We always say that on here. We're optimistic. We try and be optimistic as possible. Although we come down to the reality of what's happening, I try and be optimistic for the team as much as I can. And I think you know it'll what, be a, I think it'll be a split. Emily got in the work, right? And see for me. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. Here's an analogy about his work. There's a difference, right? There's a difference between being negative and realistic. Right? Yeah. And because you say you think it's going to be a split, you're not being negative towards the team away from yep. home. You're just being realistic. Yeah. You're being realistic. You you really think that they're going to get beat. You hope they win. But yeah. going on, going on sort of previous, we lost a game there in the cup, things like that. We've not really played well against Fife all season. I don't think so anyway. Uh yeah. I think you're just being realistic and there's a difference and, and people probably need to learn that when they go on about everybody, all the negative comments. Sometimes people are just being realistic and not being yeah. negative. You know what? I actually, I said, I was saying that with that Scott earlier as well on Twitter. Um, and I said that, you know, people, it's an opinion. People are entitled to their opinions. Whether you agree with it or not, it, 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 it doesn't really matter. We it's we don't censor people. That's the thing. We can't censor people because no. they think that you know Dryden Dow was pish last week. Yeah. But I thought he was absolutely fantastic. Chris Ingalls maybe had a shit game. Well, actually, I thought Chris had a good game. You know. But however, yeah. I thought maybe Svensson could have saved a couple of the goals he let in. But the other guy might think actually no, I think Svensson. Was you know there was five men in front of him that had to beat him to get to him and he and it was a it was a yeah. good shot. It's it's, it's an opinion of a game. Whether we agree or disagree with it, so what? You know, it's it's a, a, an actual a, a Cardiff fan put on Twitter about the whole. We're not going to get into it, but the whole man of the match shit. Was a Cardiff it, fan? Was it was put it in about it saying there's bigger things in life than worrying about who booed somebody? It's a similar opinion. There is also a Sheffield fan had says whilst the booing the booing at the man of the match was disrespectful, people pay their money. And he would expect that he says that if his team had only won one in seven and were shipping goals like that, he would expect his team to be booed as well. Yeah. But that's a totally and whether and whether or not the boo was, you know, we're not going to get in it. But whether or not the boo was at the man of the match, at the decision, at the the referees leaving the ice at the same time as the Sheffield Steelers leaving the ice at the same time as it was announced, and it could have been coincidental. Who knows? But we're not going to get into it. No. People are entitled to an opinion, and a... we can't censor it. Whether you agree with it or no, we can debate it. Yeah, I, I've certainly said that I've thought certain players are shit. I've not came out here and publicly called them out on it. But I I think there's certain players that should be part of the club. But you try and remain optimistic about it. But yeah, it's it's yeah. opinions. That's all it comes down to. And and yeah. sometimes I really wonder why people get so upset. I know it's, it's a an opinion game of yeah. ice hockey. Larzo, does it pay your mortgage? No. Well then, we didn't give a fuck if we get beat. I had, to th- I had to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly doesn't pay my mortgage. Uh, no, it doesn't. Though. Doesn't pay my mortgage. Uh, it doesn't put money in my bank account on the fifteenth of every month. 
if my yeah. work, if my work suddenly shot, then I would be worried. If my team gets bit, I'm upset. If my team's shite, I go on a rant. And Shannon gets not going to get him. That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's a game but, of ice hockey. People are entitled to their opinion. If you don't like it, then I respond to it. Allow yeah. the person to say what they want to say. Because yeah, if you and, respond to it, they will argue back. Because yeah, they will we, always think said, they're right. And we said this last week with the happy, the happy clappers and the... What what was it? The, the, the toxic fucks. Toxic. Uh, the, 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 the terms that were used. So what? Right? I'm no happy clapper, but I'm no a toxic fuck. I'm that in-between where I'll agree with some of the toxic fuck people. Yep. Inverted commas again for everyone that's not watching this. I've inverted yep. commas on both those. I might agree with some of them, but then I might also agree with the happy clappers yep. on some points. So, yep. yeah. I'm not going to mention the boy's name because he's going to be charging his commission for it. Um, but we'll just say it's that Vanessa's man. <laughs> <laughs> he said to me last week he was going to start charging his commission every time uh, I mentioned these names. So it's that Vanessa's man. Right, uh, but no saying that anymore. <laughs> but um yeah, uh listen, it, it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be three tough games for us. Um oh I'm getting updates on my phone right now. Shannon's setting a TV light up. I'm all excited when I go down the stairs. Um what? but yeah, a TV she's light. What? But she's got she's the LED up- lights in the telly. That's oh my fucking god! I'm excited for it. Wait, see when you're um, sitting there saying, "Oh, I'm getting messages on my phone," and thinking, "We've made changes." No, Shannon's put up fucking Christmas lights. No, get oh, it. Might it might be Christmas lights. Get I thought it was, a, it was a TV light. I think it's the LED oh, lights that you've got around the back of your telly. So shoot your face. Anyway, three tough it's games. Sheffield ambient, away. It's an ambient light, by the Sheffield way. Sheffield away. The Fife home and home. I'm ignoring you now. Fife home and yeah. home. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a horrible fan. I would just I'm like wanting... to say, Robert Dowd is still a wee dick. He's still a wee dick. Um, yeah. I might even tweet that from the actual account this week that he's still yeah. a wee dick. Although he did wave to her for the penalty box. Uh, but did, did you see? <laughs> and then gave her the twos up after the game. Uh, did, <laughs> Actually, no, did you not see? It was the finger. Uh, it was the middle finger. Uh, and he also gave me the uh, the other the root sign during the warm up. Oh, when he well. was waving at that. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> yes. In he front of children. Me. Again, exactly. Shy's got no, absolutely no class. But, but yeah, did you yeah. notice the way he waved? He sort of looked across to see if anybody on the bench was looking, <laughs> and then his wee hand going, "Hi." <laughs> but yeah, um, three games. I'm 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 expecting a minimum of a minimum of three. three. Yeah, yeah, with the yeah. hope of four. Mine's is a minimum of three, and the hope of six. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah, okay. Um, but on that note, um, this is the last podcast episode of this year. Um, yeah. Well, maybe no, no. We'll do uh, another one before the year, end of the year, will yes. we? Yes. Yeah, See, we'll, do we'll do another one, one next week. But so we'll we'll do one. We could do one after the five away game. Yeah, but it is the last one before Christmas. Yes. Um. So, from from us to you. Um. Thanks again for listening. Um. Let's try and push us back up the charts again. Um. We're getting. You know, we took. 
we took that little break which brought us down a little bit, but now we're starting to make our way back up into the, the top 50 again. So um, a thanks for listening and watching every single week. Um, it's a Merry Christmas from, I was going to put from all of us at View from Section C, but it's literally just the two of us. So it's a Merry Christmas from, from Junior and Senior. Um, we hope you have a good one. We hope it's safe. You didn't get too pished, Billy McGuinness. I know you've got a bairn, but your language was terrible on Sunday. Um, oh, that was that was a couple get... of weeks. That was a couple of weeks <laughs> before Nobby at games, was it? He, he was only in, he was in his seat about thirty seconds, and that was it. <sighs> but surrounded yeah, um, by security. I know, but we do wish you all a very merry Christmas when it comes um, on Sunday. Hopefully, we'll have. At least two, maybe we might even have two points by the end, depending on how we're going against Sheffield. Um, yeah. But hopefully, it's a late Christmas present by beating Fife twice. But have a great Christmas, and we will speak to you. We'll see you all next week at some point. Again, we'll speak to you all. We'll see you as well on next Boxing week. Day at the rink. All right, have a good Merry one. Merry Christmas. Don't you know I'm made up?